0: That's dot com to sign up for your trial today.
1: What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitcherList.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is September 22nd, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Before we begin, I do want to mention I uh, we are actually in the process of fundraising here at PitcherList, and you know there are a lot of people that I'm talking to, but if you have looked at PitcherList and thought, man, I really want to be a part of what they're creating, I... Uh, reach out to me. I would love to have a conversation with you. There are some things that we know we want to make and it's just about essentially getting the funding to do that. And we know we're just so confident in what we're doing. Um, and if there's anyone listening who's thought, oh man, this is exactly what I want to invest in. Come talk to us. We'll, we'll uh, outline what we're doing, what we're looking for. And uh, if you are curious about it, just send me an an email at info at pitcherlist.com. Yeah, we're really excited about the future, and we're hoping to find the right person that wants to join us on that journey. All right. Happy Friday, everybody. Let's talk about yesterday's starters. Kyle Hendricks is a Spider-Man. I gave him some love last night. He did really good things. And I think that the Cubs are not going to let him start against the Braves. I know that sounds weird because he would be on schedule to not only start them that in that series, but in the middle of it, but I just get a sense that the Cubs are going to finagle their rotation, especially with the talk of, like, Stroman coming back, and then also Tyon moving around, that they will avoid Hendricks and maybe get him against the Brewers, which means we don't drop Hendricks yet. So I would be a little bit patient about dropping him, because if it's Atlanta, obviously we're not doing that one. Scooble against the Athletics, yep, everything is wonderful there. Ace is going to ace. want Aviedo looked really good, honestly. I know, it was five walks, only four hits allowed, though. Zero and run, six hits, and five Ks. Snell does this where he doesn't give in and Aviado did a really good job of not giving in now It was nine whiffs and not like 20 that Snell does so that's why I'm not really in on him But it was good sliders and fastballs and better than we generally see from Aviado So that, I want to give him props for that against the Cubs Now okay he might get the Pirates next or he might get the Phillies So it's a six-man rotation he'll get the Phillies if there's any interruption that is They've done some weird things by adding a start here and there which makes it inevitably, or not inevitably, like a inefficient seven man or something like that, then he would get the pirates. So, I'm sorry, not the pirates. He would get the Marlins. He's on the pirates. He would get the Marlins. So, uh, so just keep that in mind. And I, you know, with with Aviato, and I hope that I, I hope that he gets the good start for you guys because there might actually be some sneaky value there. Um, let's see, Wade Miley against the Cardinals came through as a possible Spider-Man here, Zero run, six innings, pitched three hits, two walks, seven Ks, he actually has, believe it or not, Wade Miley, about a 3-3 ERA, one, 113 whip, and about 16% strikeout rate, um, and I want to say a strikeout rate instead of like a K rate or a strikeout rate, this is where my mind is right now. He's also in, in about 115 innings, though, as opposed to Kyle Hendricks. So, Kyle Hendricks will get the Spider Man. But, you know, it's, it's fun to see Wade Miley be this very sneaky Toby f- through the entire year um, when he has pitched, of course, because of the IL stints. Hunter us showed up for three innings, and who cares? Uh, Garrett Cole was throwing a perfect game, and then it got ruined in the sixth when I started a live stream. So, that was that. Um, but, yeah, Ace is going to ace against the Jays, and you'll love to see it. Uh, Max Fried. Well, he looked like an ace, and he did wonderful things, got a King Cole, and now he's on the IL because of a blister, and I was saying, look, Max Fried should not go 96 pitches, he shouldn't go 6 innings. I imagine Atlanta will go like 3 with him or something, and not let him get a blister, and then he gets a blister! I don't, I don't understand Why? you're atlanta against the nationals you have everything secured all that matters is that max Fried is healthy for the playoffs well that's why he's on the il now nick well why wasn't he just not starting other Ugh, I, whatever whatever um you know maybe maybe that's what they're doing now is that he was fine and he's okay and they're just being precautious for the rest of the year but i mean why even okay whatever Emmett Sheehan against the Giants, 4.2 innings of one and run, zero hits, four walks and nine Ks. Yeah, that would have been a win, but he threw 93 pitches, so he wasn't efficient. Uh, It was interesting to see that this slider and sweeper got four of those nine strikeouts, then he got some on the fastball, he got one on the changeup. Uh, There were a lot of really bad mistake pitches, like out of the zone. Like out of the zone mistakes, not in the zone mistakes, way different to me. And... I think Emmachine does have an opportunity if he does really develop that slider and sweeper to be more consistent than what it was here. Then all of a sudden you become a fastball slider guy with also a proper third pitch that doesn't have to follow the Waskerinoa rule. So that could be very interesting with Emmachine, especially for a winning ball club like the Dodgers. I'm curious to see what we see uh, from Emet in at the beginning of next year and also how the Dodgers rotation shapes up. Because Emet Machine to me, should be a regular starter. Then you have Pe- Pepio. Then you have... Bobby Miller and, yeah, who else? (laughs) Uh, Kyle Harrison against the Dodgers on the other side. At least he survived for 5.1 innings. I mean, if he took a chance for strikeouts, he didn't get that. But these are great ratios. Two in runs, three hits, one walk, two Ks. That's cool. He gets the Padres next time. I'm not doing it. Grayson Rodriguez essentially looks like an ace right now. That's really cool. I'm disappointed in the eight base runners in five innings. And that's where we're at right now with Grayson Rodriguez. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like top 15 to me. Um, I kind of r- really buy into him at this point really good fastball and he's developing more with a changeup and I think the breakers are just going to get better winning ball club all of the good stuff 44% foul ball rate on his four seamer by the way is just dumb um, It's normally like 17% league average and that's why 99 pitches in five innings okay cool it also means why it was three walks because he couldn't put away batters as much and that means that all of a sudden those two two counts all of a sudden survive and then there's a walk You have Zach Eflin against the Angels, did everything he's supposed to do, and what a ridiculous year, 172 years, Uh, sorry, years, innings, (laughs) same thing, Uh, for Zach Eflin this year after not doing that for a very long time, if ever, I gotta double check it, but he hasn't done it since 2018, wild, Uh, Griffin Canning against the Rays came through as our stream pick of the day, 7 strikeouts, 6 base runners, 200 runs in 5 innings, we will take this all day, and uh, now he gets the Rangers. Oh, unfortunately, I'm not going to do that. Especially without the slider being really good. Ranger Suarez against the Mets. 6.2 innings, 4-end runs, 5 hits, 2 walks, and uh, 6 Ks. He got the 4-th earned run in the 6th. So he didn't really lose a quality start by him going into the 7th. So no real careful Icarus. But I like where he's at with uh, really good um, really good locations on his changeup, his sinker, and his cutter during the Cannibal McSanchez. But he's 3 ticks down on the changeup. And... Uh, one tick down on the rest. It's kind of weird, but I like his approach. And he gets the pirates, and that's fine. As long as the command is there, not really the velocity, then he should be good against the pirates. Uh, we have Jose Barrios doing his normal things. He allowed three home run, a uh, three earned runs on a home run the first inning to to Jake Bowers. Um, so don't really worry about that one. I uh, I believe it was Jake Bowers. Uh, that's if memory serves me right. Uh but uh, anyway, three earned shot in the first inning that ruined this game. But who cares? We keep starting him. Um, and then Luis Medina against the Pirates forward runs, but five innings. I didn't think he'd go 80 pitches here. Six hits, one walk, and five Ks. Really good slider, and that's nice. Now, this is against the Tigers, though, and I was hoping that he would do better. you um, will get the Twins next. That's if they stick the six man, but there's some reason that Medina gets pushed one more because the Athletics are adding all these new guys now. Estes was here, and Boyle, and Waldichuk gets a start here, and Mason Miller, we'll see you know, if he gets piggybacked and all that kind of stuff. Maybe he gets pushed back one more, and then he would get the Angels, and that might be kind of interesting. Uh, against the Twins, I feel like it's too much of a Hail Mary for me to go after. Uh, David Peterson against the Phillies. Yeah, he got seven strikeouts again, doing something, again, different than normal, which is, again, so weird. I I, I don't get it, but yeah, four innings, four in runs, five hits, two walks. Uh, he keeps getting away with it. He might get the Marlins next and if he does, which it looks like in your know, six man and everything like that, he gets the Marlins. Yeah, I think I'm okay with it. Good pitch separation for the most part. High four seamers, those sinkers. Secondaries were down as well with that sinker. Like, I think I'm in on that part py- of uh, the Marlins start. So, I probably would have him at the end of the probable start, I think. Um, good command here from Peterson. Uh, Miles Michaelis, we're not doing whatsoever. And he hasn't actually had to start under three-year run since August 8th. Eight 3 starts. Insane. Um, but Jake uh, Irvin, of course, did not do well against Atlanta. And we don't want to touch that. Okay. It is Friday. Which means what I do is I actually cover all three days. So strap in for that. But first, we got to take a quick break.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. And that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All right, it's Friday, so let
1: me go through this. We have Friday's starters, Tyler Glasnow, Pablo Lopez, Corbin Burns, and Framber Valdez in that top tier. Cole Reagans against the Astros. Yes, he's at the top of probable start. I know it sounds crazy, but he looks so good until that uh, they left him in too long last time out. Take it home, uh Reagans. Your stuff is insane against the uh the Astros and not just stuff, your command is insane. Um, your approach. I absolutely just love it. Uh, Chris Bassett, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Gibson Long against the Athletics, of course. Chris Sale with an amazing slider last time. Now he gets the White Sox, who would abide, I'd like to say, uh, on that slider. I am in for that. Charlie Morton is generally a cherry bomb, but it is the Nationals, and you're there for the wins and strikes at the very least, hopefully an E-Ray and a good whip as well. Dean Kramer's going against Cleveland. I think you just kind of go with that one. Um, Brandon Fought is our stream pick of the day against the Yankees. He's not too good of a roll. I don't really buy too much of what he's doing with the four-seamer, but the sweeper has been very good, and the Yankees are just generally not good against right-handed sliders and sweepers. Uh, You have Jameson Tyone against Rocky Road as well today. Uh, I like what Jameson Tyone has been doing and improving in the second half. I'm um, Just a much better four-seamer upstairs with secondaries in the zone underneath. And Rocky Road means that he'll go six innings. He'll he'll be able to if the Cubs uh, are liking what they see from Jameson Tyone. They won't pull him after five. So I, I think it's a good quality start playing and a solid start overall. Questionable start here. You have Andrew Abbott who's just turned into a cherry bomb, unfortunately. Even with the Pirates, uh, you have Bryce Miller against the Rangers. Good luck with that one. Shane Beamer's returning from the IL. It's a very clear still, though, to me. Against the Orioles, you have Dane Dunning against the Mariners. Maybe the cutter and slider are good enough. And then you have Taiwan Walker against the Mets. Okay, like oh, Taiwan magic? Maybe I don't know. I don't like those guys at all. I think Abbott and Bryce Miller are very much separate from Bieber, Dunning, and Walker there. Uh, You have a do not start here of Tyler McGill as he gets the Phillies. No, thank you. Dakota Hudson's a very desperate quality start play against the Padres, but no thanks. Ken Waldechuk is going today, not Joe Boyle. That's tomorrow. Um, But Waldachuk today against the Tigers. Well, he has this new changeup that's kind of interesting and a decent three-pitch mix. I think there's some very sneaky value for your 15-teamers, your AL-only leagues against the Tigers, as it seems like they're going to let him actually start instead of doing a piggyback thing. But could be wrong. We might see 85 pitches or so from Waldachuk, and that might actually be really good. Uh, Sean Minaya against the Dodgers. He's getting an opportunity to start, but it's the Dodgers. Davis Daniels making his debut or really his first start as he had three innings before earlier this year. Uh, For the Angels, yeah, not really the thing you want to go for uh, against the Twins, but there is an opportunity here. If he has his good command, then there you go. Gavin Stone, I think this is really Ryan Yarbrough. Um, It's Gavin Stone against the Giants, but... Considering Yarbrough didn't show up yesterday and Sheehan's start, then they're likely going to use him today to piggyback with Gavin Stone. If Gavin Stone's starting this one, that's great. That means Ryan Yarbrough would go in around the fourth inning or so and then likely steal a win. If it's actually going to be Ryan Yarbrough, then I want Gavin Stone, right? Okay. Uh, Brian Hoeing should have an opener against the Brewers. I don't know how long he's going to go, and I don't really think he's that great, but maybe he is there in the fifth uh, to steal a win against the Brewers. You have Luke Weaver for the Yankees against the Diamondbacks his former squad, and I don't even know if he's going to go five innings. Matt Waldrump, don't trust the knuckleballer. At least he's got a leash though, right? Tuku decide in Fenway, no thank you. That's a very desperate strike I played, but no thanks. Trevor Williams against Land, absolutely not. Luis Ortiz, I don't know how long he's going to go, and he's just not pitching well at all inside of Cincinnati. And Noah Davis, absolutely not against the Cubs. Looking forward to Saturday's games. We have Zach Wheeler, Brandon Woodruff, Jesus Lazardo, and Sonny Gray in that auto start tier. Costa Sperdon's going tomorrow, not today. As he gets the Diamondbacks, um, 19 strikeouts, last two starts, guys. Start Carlos Redon. Uh, You have Nick Pavetta against the White Sox. He's looked really good with his command, especially on a slider, and the White Sox are terrible. Against sliders, uh, especially from right-handers, you have Jordan Wicks against Rocky Road. That's a wonderful start there. I know he had, he didn't really look that great last time, or looked worse, but yeah, Jordan Wicks is someone you definitely want to start there. And Jordan Montgomery just had an amazing start with his curveball, like the best I've seen of his curveball. chainup actually wasn't that great. Um, but he had like, his best start of the year by far, but the Mariners are tough. So we really need to see that changeup return. We've seen lefties have amazing changeups against the Mariners a lot. I mean, think about the 32 whiffs of uh, Patrick Sandoval. Changeup was the main thing there. So hopefully that comes alive here for Jordan Montgomery. Question we'll start here. You have Clayton Kershaw leading it off because we just don't know how long he's going to go. It's against the Giants. Obviously, it feels like it should be a good one, but is it going to go five innings? Is it four? They're going to be very careful here. Um, with Clayton Kershaw, you have Chen jin who's a Toby against the Rays, and that's fine. Logan Gilbert against the Rangers. Is his fastball going to be good enough? The slider's been good, but is the fastball good enough against the Rangers? I don't know. It's very risky. I like Kyle Wright here against the Nationals. I know there's going to be some pushback because his first two starts have been very bad. It was against the Marlins in a very clear still L the first one, and he did not have anything not his curveball second one was against the Phillies and he actually pitched really well I think much better command around the edges and the curveball was way better this was actually more like the Kyle Wright curveball we know but it was the Phillies now it's the Nationals and he stretched out so this actually I think is the good outing for Kyle Wright especially in front of the Atlanta offense and defense this is the one you want to go for question will start here but I kind of wanted him to do probable, but I'll be, like, a little bit conservative. Uh, but you guys get the extra intel here. Now, Connor Phillips is our stream pick of the day against the Pirates. I mean, like I saw last time, he is a cherry bomb and a really good slider. If he gets that for a strike often enough, I think that will fare well against the Pirates. And maybe he doesn't have all the foul balls on his force and that turns into whiffs as opposed to balls in play. And that would be lovely. Uh, JP France against the Royals. Did not do well last time against them. And we never really know what we're going to get from JP France. The ceiling is not as high as the others. And the Royals, yeah, the Royals beat him up. So uh, he's here. It's up to you if you want to start that and chase that win. Uh, John Means against the Guardians. Also kind of a Toby win. Uh, Play there as he's not really showcasing the high upside that we saw the beginning of 2022 Cal Quantrill against the Orioles he threw splitters and curveballs last time out and I don't understand why and it was so crazy He's normally like a 70% cutter and sinker guy. It was 25% cutters and sinkers. What it was all I don't get it All curves and splitters from Cal Quantrill now. I don't know. He gets the Orioles It's the unquantifiable. You guys know this. Oh, uh. (laughs) <laughs> quality start play um, Dylan Cease against the Red Sox in Fenway Is a strikeout play, you know the deal there And Jose Quintana, really good command But it's the Phillies It's a That's a quality start play, I guess But I'm worried about this one um, I, I think this is the time to move on from Jose Quintana But maybe he does pull it off, if he has that command Then it should be decent at least uh, You have the do not start tier of Joey Wentz who's a sneaky, sneaky strikeout play Against the Athletics If they let him go 5 innings He threw 7 strikeouts in about 4 and change I believe last time So if Wentz actually goes five innings, this might actually be something decent. Uh, Zach Littell against the Jays. Can you just get a win, please? If he gets a slider down and the Jays decide, you know what, after... You know, they essentially have been pulling him after two turns of the lineup. So hopefully he can get through five before two turns of the lineup against the Jays. Uh, Zach Davies against the Yankees. Yeah. He didn't even have his changeup last time. He didn't even like throw it. What? That's all that Davies has. Pedro Avila should be opened by Nick Martinez for three innings, which means that Avila actually might be a good win opportunity here against the Cardinals uh, as he probably will go like three, four innings, and he's not so bad. Kenny Rosenberg against the Twins. He's a Toby. I wrote about him on the SP Roundup before. He has a decent changeup. If he has his best changeup going and the Twins don't take advantage of his fastball, then maybe you'll get five, six innings here. Uh, Andre Jackson against the uh, Reds in Cincinnati. He's gone six innings before, maybe. I don't know. Chris Flexen against the Cubs. (laughs) I don't really like Andre Jackson much. Um, Chris Flexen has had good command enough for seamers up and cutters along uh, the glove side uh, edge. And... Uh, It's in Wrigley at least against the Cubs Uh, Joe Boyle, I kind of dig But he only went three innings last time I imagine he'll be uh, piggybacked in some fashion By the Athletics against the Tigers So I don't really want to chase that You don't want to die against Atlanta Jordan Lyles gets to the Astros Ross Stripling, how long is he even going to go? Are they going to let him properly start against the Tigers? And Jake Woodford, the Amish Mustang Against the Padres, no thank you All right, Sunday starts We've got Spencer Strider, Freddy Peralta, Joe Ryan, and Yusei Kikuchi all on that top tier. Of course, Kikuchi, more than 11 hours of sleep means absolutely... His command's been there. He gets a raise. I'm fine with that. Probable starts here. Eduardo Rodriguez should be clear to go for Sunday. He left his last game with back spasms, you're going to see today, but I expect him to start against the Athletics, and you should have him in your lineup. Matt, uh, Michael Waka against the Cardinals. Sure, Lance Lynn against the Giants. Absolutely. Clark Schmidt against the Diamondbacks. Last two starts were bad, but it was against Fenway and against the Jays. I think this should be better, even with Corbin Carroll doing well. Cutter Crawford's our stream pick of the day, as I mentioned about sliders against the White Sox. Well, guess what? Cutter Crawford has a good set of breaking balls, a really good fastball. Solid Cutter. Um, ironically, ironically, coincidentally, whatever. Uh, yeah, we, I think we're going to start him there. He's a stream pick of the day. Chris Sanchez, Christopher Sanchez, I should say, against the Mets. He had to deal with Atlanta. Now he gets to deal with the Mets. He didn't have a slider the last time out. I hope that's better, but the changeup has been good. I think you go with this. Brian Wu against the Rangers. Really good fastball last time. Did not have a secondaries. But a good sinker as well. It's the Rangers. It's a little bit risky here. I'm going to go for it. Javier Assad has not had his cutter for three starts. And that does worry me a lot. And I will say from moved down here in the probable start, definitely a separation of the ones above. As far as borderline questionable. Uh, but Javier Assad did not have his cutter his last three starts. Now it gets Rocky Road though. And he could pull that off. Uh, and I think like it's just generally safe because it's Rocky Road. Edward Cabrera against the Brewers. A little bit of a cherry bomb. We don't know if the command will be there for Eric Cabrera, but I feel like you're going to lean to start him here. in Hunter Brown as well against the Royals. If he has his breaking balls for strikes, he should be fine. But you never really know with Hunter Brown. Questionable start tier, you have J.P. Sears against the Tigers. This is questionable because, like, you know, J.P. Sears doesn't get wins, and I'm kind of saying, all right, after doing so poorly, this is the one time you're going to do it. It's against the Tigers. But this could be, like, 5 to 10 strikeouts. Maybe an 8-strikeout game against the Tigers, as Sears should be able to do that. Taj Bradley against the Jays just had a really nice start with strikes on his cutter and his changeup. And if he's able to do that again, I think the Jays aren't so great that um, it should be bad. But that's a huge if. The command, really the control, I should say, of Taj Bradley is always in question. Michael Emger has been on an incredible run, essentially against all bad teams, and now he has to go and defend way. So... I'm not convinced that he will do well. Think of it like Michael Renson earlier in the season. We did not start him against good teams. Tyler Anderson against the Twins. If he has a good changeup, it'll work. But I don't, I mean, actually, even with a good changeup, he still needs to have a good cutter, slider, and four seamer. Maybe against the Twins, is a desperate quality start play. Kyle Gibson is the post support for ch- uh, Cherry Bomb against the Guardians. Tristan McKenzie's back from the, the IL. He threw about 65 pitches, he was at 92 and change. And he couldn't throw his secondaries for strikes. It was sub-50% slider and curveball. And the curveball is really the important one. That's the real one that's been his dominating pitch over time. So I put him in questionable starts here. I remember at the beginning of the year when he returned from the IL, he was so good. So maybe I'm just being stupid. But at the same time, like 75 pitches is where the limit will likely be for McKenzie here against the Orioles. It's a questionable start still ill. Brandon Williamson is also here against the Pirates. He's been at 92 and change. Actually, 91.8. He went down the other direction uh, without his amazing change. The change was a little bit better. But yeah, I don't love this. Now, I will say it's now two, three starts removed from the COVID IL, right? He was doing great. COVID IL, two starts that were really bad. Over time, he will get better again, right? So, hopefully, it's this one against the Pirates, but I, yeah, I don't want to really do it. And Nathan Evaldi is being in a bad velocity. Ni- under 94 last time out, and it's against the Mariners, and might be, maybe on a pitch count. Like, the whole thing is just like, yeah, you probably don't want to go for this one either. And then, do not start to, you have Jose Budo uh, against the Phillies. I know he's been good, but it's the Phillies. I just don't want to do that. Ryan Nelson against the Yankees. He just hasn't found the slider and cut you want. Ty Block against the... The Cubs, I mean, for the Rockies, like, no way. Uh, Quinn Priester is going to be open for likely by Bailey Falter. I'm assuming, as that's what happened last time. He won six innings of four and runs, so maybe there's a chance in Cincinnati. No, thanks. Drew Rahm has done well, but at random times, but it's the Padres. And no, he's a lefty. They destroy. Uh, lefties. Uh, Alex Wood against the Dodgers. How long is he even going to go against the Dodgers? Jackson Rutledge against the against Atlanta? Absolutely not. And because Brady Singer is dealing with the back strain, we don't know who's going for the Royals, but whoever it is, we're not starting against the Astros. Okay, guys, good luck. I know this is your championship weekend for a lot of people. I hope this article is what you're looking for and what you need. So good luck uh, this weekend. Obviously, I'll we'll be doing the Plus Pitch Podcast tomorrow and on Sunday. And of course, doing the roundups and everything else. Um, but that is it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock. And may your bavits be low and your strikeouts high.